Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at Stay on Target Podcast. Com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the Xbox Series X and the PS5. They've both been detailed. Dude, finally, we have any details at all about the PlayStation 5. And it just so happens that it's the same week that the Series X is like, here's all of our details as well. Yes, yes. Well, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's been so long since uh, PlayStation has announced anything. They kind of had to do something. Xbox well, I mean, is getting all the press conveniently this would have been the week of the game developers conference you oh, know yeah, so like yeah so like this would have been the uh the thing you know this yeah, it was going out anyway for both of them totally um we we didn't talk about that topic beforehand i just assumed we were talking about it oh 100 yeah, percent. <laughs> yeah. um and uh <laughs> we are doing this remotely uh uh hashtag social distancing Social distancing, man. So if it sounds different, it's because I don't have my normal microphones, so I apologize to the listeners. But uh, hopefully it sounds okay. I mean, it, 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 I'm, I, it sounds great on my end, Chris. That's great. That's you good. Know, the, uh, the sultry tones of Chris Wright cannot be contained <laughs> <laughs> with an iPhone the, microphone or the whatever. The coronavirus can't keep me down, man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so before we get to that, we also have some news. I mean, so the news that I had pulled up, John, let's just talk yeah. about this in real time, I guess. Yeah, let's um, do it. I had a, the Entertainment Weekly article where they've just like put everything in pop culture that's been shut down or delayed. And okay. so we can just get, do a brief overview of, of that stuff. Yeah. Um, that's all the news I have other than the, the PlayStation and Xbox. But what have you been up to this week? Um, so there's a couple things I've actually been up to a lot. Like I was, I was thinking about this last night. Well, we have this one is, more time at home. So let me give you like uh, just an, like uh, a little bit of insight into the brain of, of, of John Wright. It's every week before the podcast, usually the night before. So like Wednesday night, I usually have this, what have I been up to? And it's like, I kind of panic, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm like, Oh, what have I done? What can I talk about? Um, and so I usually create some sort of like a note in my phone where I will, I will like write down like, okay, this, I shouldn't forget this is what I've been doing. But, uh, as I was thinking, I was like, oh, I've actually been up to a, a ton this week. Um, I finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh man, you're already? Holy oh yeah, dude. It, it, that happened on Tuesday how evening. Long, and if, how, how long did it take you? I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it wasn't super long. Here's the, the funny thing about that last night was, I got into it that night and I was like, okay, I'm just going to play for a little bit. And I played for a little bit and I realized this is the end. Like I, it's, it was as if you're what, you know, have you ever watched through like a television show and like the series finale is like a, a part one and a part two. Like mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's like basically like they air a two hour long season finale. Or if it's a half hour show, it's like, oh, an hour long season finale. And they air them like back to back. They're intended to watch like one after the other. That's how I felt where it's like, I, like I got into this and I was like, Oh no, I'm halfway through the final level of this game. And that was right about the time that I was like, Hmm, I, I wanted to go to bed by now. And so then I was like, do, do I break this up? Like, that's not really how like it was intended to be. And it's like, you know, and I thought about the fact that like, okay, new numerous times, whenever I've gotten to that point with a television show where it's like, Oh no, this was like part one of the series finale. I have to finish. Um, I was like, well, that's where I'm at. So I had to finish it. So I, I had to finish it on Tuesday night. So I stayed up a little bit longer, like 40 minutes longer than I, uh, I would have and, uh, and finished Ori and the will of the wisps. Um, so, I mean, it's, it surprised me. Like it took me by surprise that it was, uh, it was, that was the end of it. So 
so I'm about, I don't know, two hours in. Nice. Like, what are we talking? Are we talking 10 hours? Let are me talk up my, uh, my Xbox app on my phone here yeah, and yeah, see, see if, it tells if, I can, if I can figure out how much time it is. Sometimes because, they don't so tell this, you. Like, this sometimes is the thing. they don't have that. I, I, like, I played it for two hours, and it, like, I checked the percentage, and it said yeah. 4%. I'm like, this mm. thing's huge. Like, if it's yeah, 4% yeah, yeah. for two hours... That seems like this is going to be like a you know forty hour game or something like that, but that seems so ridiculous. That, that's not how much it was. I, so it doesn't give me a time. It doesn't give me a time on the Xbox app. But I will say, uh, so for example, fast? last week whenever I talked about how far I was, I noted the next time I got in, I was like, well, what percentage am I? And I was at twenty percent at that point. Like mm. so, um, so it's like I was a quarter of the way through at at that point, and it definitely felt like that was you know that was uh, that was true because then. After one night doing, you know, I was like 20%. Of course, I played longer that night. And then it took me an additional, so that would have been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So six nights to do the rest of that 80%. So, yeah, I mean, like that, it feels about right that it was maybe like 15 hours, 16 hours. Okay, that's not bad. And I did a lot of stuff. Like I, I, I kind of tried to max out as many of my things and I would have done even more. Like, you know how, like I, at the end of a game, before I go and do the last thing, I try to get everything. Like if I really enjoyed the game, if I was like, you know, I really love this world spending time in it. I'll like, just make sure that I'm upgraded, you know, armed to the teeth, whatever you want to talk about. Um, before I go fi- finish the game. Hmm. And uh, I did not, I wasn't able to do that. But I only had, like, I, I did the cleanup, like, the next day. And, like, the the, uh, the cleanup wasn't that long. Like, it so was you, only, like... So did you 100% it? I, I 100%ed all the collectibles. Okay. I didn't 100%, like, some of the achievements are, like, ridiculous. Oh, okay, thing. yeah. No, that's not what I mean. Yeah, like, just like, but, like, whenever you go into the game and yeah. it tells you a percentage, did you 100% yeah. that? Yes, Okay. Um, and I, I not only hundred percented it, but like I, uh, I made sure to like, like, so all the side quests, all the collectibles, like some of the collectibles you weren't, didn't have to get and that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, but yeah, dude, it's a, it's a fantastic game. I very much enjoyed my time with, uh, with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. There's a couple of critiques that I have part of partially because like of the fact that like, I didn't necessarily know that I was near the end, but I was definitely near the end. Um, that's definitely one of them where I'm like, I don't know how that happens in a video game. Like usually it's like, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is the final level, you know, but I just get, just didn't realize it this time. And I'm not sure if it wasn't telegraphed enough or if it was cause I was sleepy mm. or like what was going on. Yeah. I'll have to see. So, I mean, it makes me just be like, okay, I just need to power through and beat this thing this weekend. Um, yeah. I didn't make it a priority last weekend. So, uh, I mean, I have plenty of time now. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll just uh, try to get through that um, <laughs> and see if, because like this is the thing, I didn't have that problem with Ori and the Blind Forest. Ori and no. the Blind Forest was very like, okay. And, 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 and again, I've only played two hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ori and the Blind Forest had a more like straightforward storyline to me. Correct. And there was like a reason why we were doing all the things we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this one, especially in the on-ramp, like to the actual story, um, you definitely don't feel like as guided as you did in the, uh, the original. And there is a moment that you start feeling more guided that you're like, Oh, now I understand. And, and, uh, and the, but that, I feel like that moment didn't happen fast enough for me. Like it didn't happen until like probably Sunday night. Like mm. I, it really, like it was like midway through my playthrough where I was like, okay, this feels like, you know, more guided or more like, hey, I understand what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think part of it is like early on, at least, like I have like three different objectives. Like there's like 
to yeah. I, what I think is the main quest objective, but then there's also right. these other things I can go do. And I kind of yeah. like that. It's kind of RPG-esque, but it's not, oh, like you, full, yeah. it's not like full-on RPG to where it makes sense to me yet, right. at least. right. Well, I will say, like, even those, like, side quests, quote-unquote, the ones that aren't part of, like, the normal thing, like, they, the, the benefits they give you most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, those upgrades, like, they, they matter. Like, where I'm like, oh, I'm glad I did that before I did this other thing, right? And it's like, and, and I, that just kind of happened naturally. So it's like, I don't know if you could really, like, mess it up. You know, like, in some, some Metroidvania-esque games, which is kind of what this is, is, like, you can mess it up. Where it's like, oh, man, you didn't do that one quest before you did it. You were, it was so much harder for you than, than it should have been or it could have been because you didn't go do this other thing. It never felt like that where it's like, it always felt like, oh, man, I just did, like, it just so happened you know, which is good game design, but it just so happened that I did the right thing before this other thing. Mm. Um, where it's like, if you wanted to make it hard on yourself, you could skip some of those side quests and not get those upgrades. And it mm-hmm. would be like ridiculously mm-hmm. hard. Um, the other thing that I would say, will say there was, there was uh, two things. If you can get the triple jump as fast as you can, get the triple jump as fast as you can. Mm. I did that and it was a fluke. It's and like that I did that by accident where I was like, oh, I'm, do I want to buy this? And I bought it. And I was like, oh no. And I thought it was a disaster at first, but it like ended up like I'm so glad I had Interesting. it. Interesting. So I didn't um, do that. Like when I got the chance to buy something, yeah. I bought something different the first time. Mm. I mean, you'll get another chance. Like you'll get another chance pretty quickly. Um, like, because uh, I don't, I'm, like whatever it was where it was like, can I buy the triple jump? And it was like, I just bought it. And I was like, oh no i just bought that thing um and it worked out but i I don't remember if it was the first time i encountered that character or the second time the other thing is there is a a heavy smash attack yeah i have that okay good because i didn't have it until the end of the game like until Mm. the game was over and there were areas in there that like i couldn't access because i didn't have that one thing not like big areas but like there was definitely like some cool collectibles and things like yeah, there's like things that you can smash through, and I I didn't even know that it was a possibility that I like already had that power weird available to me. I just needed All to purchase right. it. All right. Um, where I feel like that one was one where I was like I was constantly waiting. Where I'm like, oh, probably the next upgrade that I get, you know, within the story, I'll be able to come back to this area. Yeah. Um, which is a typical kind of uh, Metroidvania thing. That's how Ori, uh, the first Ori, worked. Um, was like, oh, well, I don't have access to that area yet. And so you just kind of pass it up. Don't worry about it until later. Whenever you're like, I wonder if I could get through there with this. Um, and then you go back. Yeah, like, the, the, like so, so that's the other thing. Like, I'll just call out like. The first Ori, it was very, it was colored. Like you knew, yeah. okay, this attack is this color. It means I can get yep. through that colored wall. Like, and so it telegraphed the, the skills you needed to get into this area very well. This one's not doing that so far no. to me. And it's like, while I love the combat in this one more than in the first one, like the combat in this one is like, very customizable, super nice. Like less there are repetitive. Certain, yeah, way less repetitive. And you can like you can uh, upgrade and uh, and go. Oh man, what? There's a giant spear that you can throw or whatever. It's like, and then so what's the upgrade for that? And you get the upgrade, and it's amazing. And so you use that for a little while. Um, and so it's like it's definitely like more open. It definitely feels like it, you can cater it to your play style. If your play style is like more melee attacks, you can get a, uh, a loadout that'll that'll be amazing at that. If it's more like ranged attacks, you can get a loadout that will be amazing at that if it's more like just avoid everything and don't attack at all you can get a loadout that would like be good for that whereas the first or is like this is all you got you know <laughs> take it or leave it um cool well um sorry i got distracted i was trying to like log into twitter and look at a 
um, Jason Schreier's account and uh, was like, hey, uh, we think uh, some passwords have been exposed. I'm like, great. Cool. Well, you're like, oh, man, that's always what you want to hear. Let me, uh, uh, let me change, change all my passwords now. That's always, that that's always during the, the thing the show I get last, in my email. That, that happened during the show last week, dude. Yeah, like quite literally, like there was a, there was like it, whenever you open your email and there's like 14 different of these like, here, we sent a confirmation code to your email. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're no, like, literally like so last week, this time we were recording and we ended the show and I got an email from both Twitch and my Ubisoft account and it was like, hey, uh, someone's trying to log into your account. Yubi was like, someone has logged into your account from China. And then the other one was like, I'm definitely not in China. And then, You're on some list, Chris. Yeah, and then and then the other one was like, someone's trying to like get into your Twitch account. And I, so, Every seven days, let's try to get into Chris's account. Yeah, they're trying to get in my Twitter account now. I mean, they're going to get a lot of things, you know, so much, so much useful information in there. There's so many tweets. Ruin so my many online presence. There, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, oh, cool. Man. Okay, yeah. So, um, uh, I, I I say I'm going to try to finish it this weekend. I love it. And maybe next week we can review it. Dude, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I really uh, want to chat with you about it. Like, it's uh, I I I very much enjoy my time with the game. Like, I I love a good Metroidvania like platforming kind of game. Um, and like there are different flavors of them, and there are different ones that I that I you know like more than others. But uh, it's like that's that's kind of like my jam. And it's like it's funny because until this podcast, until I played through a couple of them, like for this podcast or like all, you know while we were doing this podcast, I didn't realize that that was something that like I really enjoyed. And I remember like you know obviously like whenever you're a kid, you don't really recognize what genres are even able to compare like gameplay with each other like you might recognize that like oh well this is a side scroller that's a platforming kind of thing like sort of like um mario but like you don't necessarily have it like to compare and be like oh this is a style of game that is like my jam yeah um and uh you know so like that that kind of like unlockable uh where it's like oh you don't have that power to unlock yet retread the same you know area and, and come back and unlock it later and go further get an upgrade there to fight this boss and like that like that is a is a genre that i love and uh i think it was a Shantae and the Pirates Curse, like, was my first first one where I was like, oh, yeah, this is a genre that I love. Like, this is just like some of those other games that I loved as a kid, you know, like Tales Adventure and stuff like that. Which, um, by the way, uh, yeah. Shantae and the Half Genie Hero is on uh, Xbox Games with Gold right now. Dude, that's a great game. I really love that game. So I, I, I started playing whenever it was on Game Pass. I started playing through uh, Pirate's Curse, and then it got taken off of Game Pass, and I never bought it. So I'll just have to pick up with uh, Half Genie Hero and Dude, uh, go from that's there. that's a good place to pick up. I feel like that one's a little bit easier than uh, Pirate's Curse, but it's also like it's also one of the funniest ones. Like the humor in it is hilarious to me. Um, so yeah, dude, it's it, I love it. That developer, way forward. Uh, the other game that I've been playing this week is uh, is a, a way forward game, um, and it is um, the the Mummy Demastered, is what it's called. So they got the license to make a video game based on the Tom Cruise Mummy movie. What? Um, yeah, like back in the day, this, one those, this is one that I've had on my wish list forever. But it, like, I keep waiting for, I kept waiting for it to go on sale. Kept waiting for it to go on sale. It's Finally, Tom Cruise went in on, this game. It went on sale. I think I don't know if I, you might be Tom Cruise? Question mark. Like, like his you're character. some like. Yeah, you're like a, a marine that's okay, like going no. in to investigate these things. Hundred percent not. I don't think. Okay, he's not a marine. Like, well, he's not a some agency, some like some some mm. like mysterious agency. But you're definitely like you look like the Halo guy, basically. No, no, definitely not him. Okay, this is not. Have you seen the movie? 
No, I haven't okay, seen the movie. No, I don't even know what that is. I, I, I don't think that's even in the movie. I mean, you do follow, like, so it starts out and you, like, kind of go into the, like, the mummy's Basi- temple. So, so And, like, all of these th- bad things have happened and they come back as zombies and then, like, you fight off all of these the spiders and zombies on your way back out. Like, and so it's like, <laughs> oh, no, now we have to chase after the, uh, the, the mummy lady. And so you go on, like, the, into the sewers and all this stuff to, like, go after the mummy lady. That's where I'm at right now. Um, but the oh, game... Sorry, hang on. My uh, Xbox is uh, making noise. Oh, that's weird. Uh, let me... Uh... <laughs> well, it's just popping up... Uh... Uh, notifications notifications hmm. where'd my uh yeah let me just turn it off that's a good that, i mean uh, that's a very pleasant sound you no, know it's, that, it's a good the, sound those notifications. It's not a bad sound <laughs> but yeah like the uh so the mummy demastered the way so rather than it being like remastered it's demastered so it's a uh, pixel art game like it's just it basically that's is cool. a uh is a metroid like game f- that looks like it's straight out of uh our childhood where it's like it's a 16-bit kind of looking game, and uh, and so you run around, get different upgrades. It's an open open map type of a situation, and you're just exploring, chasing after the uh, the mummy lady who's like wreaking havoc all over uh, London. And so it it again like it very definitely doesn't have much to do with the game or the movie, but it is uh that's not why I'm playing it because like Way Forward is just like one of my one of my favorite developers. Uh, low key kind of like sneaks in there as one of my favorite developers because they did Shantae and they did uh, they did uh, a Batman game. So Batman Brave and the Bold back on DS that I played and that one oh, was I hate fantastic. That game. Oh wait, no, Brave and the Bold like was it? good. No, sorry, 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 sorry. It was Blackgate Prison or whatever it was on oh. v- Vita that I hated. Yeah, that, that one I got was stuck on that I never finished. Brave and the Bold was was a, a pixel similar to this was like a pixel art uh, based on a license. Uh, it was a Cartoon Network uh, show that it was based off of, and it was just like basically you're just running around as Batman on these different levels and swinging around throwing b- batarangs at everybody. It was it was a it was a great game on DS, and so anyway, way forward, great developer, one of my one of my faves. They also have uh, on the eShop a game that I want to check out, River City Girls, which is like a uh, a new entry in the River City Ransom franchise. Hmm. Which is it looks very similar to uh, the beat 'em up style of like Scott Pilgrim. Like it looks like that type of a beat 'em up game. Interesting. Um, and so I've been wanting to check that one out at some point. At some point in the future, I'm sure I will. But uh, they're having a developer sale right now. In addition to having uh, Half Genie Hero on the games with gold. So yeah, the um, <laughs> the Mummy movie. I mean, it's like uh, so that's that's the weird thing to me. Like okay. If I want to tie in, I really want it to tie in. <laughs> yeah, you would like it to be like Tom Cruise, you know? Well, like, well, and the, or just the character, like the, because like the character, he's he's basically a Nathan Drake kind of ripoff, and he goes in uh, Nathan Drake slash Indiana Jones ripoff. Uh-huh. He goes in and he's finding these things, and he then you know like there's this other other treasure hunter that's that's also going after the same thing. It's I mean mm. that's the, it's that whole like thing. And it's a good movie. You should check it out. Cool. Like I, I'll watch I liked it. I'll it. watch it. But like yeah, I, uh, it has nothing to do with what you just described. I think this game in particular is like essentially you're like you're chasing you're following behind them is what it was supposed to be like that's at least early on at least the first level or whatever you're you're like those people have already like come through this temple and left <laughs> and now I'm going down there to you know whatever to investigate okay so. whatever I mean. You know. It is what it is. It's like if if you have to uh, if in order to fund a cool yeah if you need a premise <laughs> for a game marine game yeah why not why not let Universal fund That's your the thing. It's uh, not, it's game not like space that. either it's <laughs> it's true but I mean it's like yeah, you have the helmet like you know the, the, the space marine is just like the 
the generic Halo guy mm-hmm. kind of look, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is essentially like Doom guy, you know. Right. They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the same, man. Uh, so what have you been up to this week, Chris? Uh, well, we're 23 minutes into this, so I'll try to keep this short. <laughs> um, uh, just a lot of a uh, lot of uh, um, uh, let's see here. Call of Duty. I've been up. I've been doing a lot of war, uh, st- still a lot of Warzone. I think we cool. talked about that last week. Did you win? Yet? No, I've see. Uh, I've only I've only gotten second, third. I think s- sixth, seventh. Like I've come close, but yeah. I have Since not yet won. Week, we have played together as well. Warzone, oh yeah, once, once, and we only when we got second, we got second place. Got second place. Um, we uh, we came real largely close. because I uh, I threw my, threw a bouncing Betty and it it, it yeah, the, took myself a, out. There were a couple of uh, late game blunders, as I would probably call them. Uh, <laughs> oh, you I, mean I, whenever I called the airstrike in on myself? Yeah, you know, <laughs> called the airstrike in on on you and uh, and Aaron because he can get damaged. <laughs> oh, he can! I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Your team your, your your teammate can get damaged by that oh, stuff. That's 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 um, real bad. Then, that's then exactly what, that's what out. did it for us, man. We would have won. Out out I mean, I think we could have still pulled it out had had the bouncing Betty not killed you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because there was only one guy left, and I had taken him down a lot. I think he was out of out of uh, shield. <laughs> it was, but isn't uh, it a better story this way? <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, it definitely is. I mean, it would. I don't know. It'd be a better story if we did all those things and still won. That I'm would just be the trying to story. find a bright side to this. Because <laughs> we got down to the final two teams. Yeah. And I called it an airstrike on myself but and the, Aaron. But that's fine. And now a you know. Mine off on myself. Now you know, so we can we can take another stab at it, <laughs> and hopefully not do those things. And because oh, uh, I have, I mean, so the only time that was three of us playing. I haven't played with yeah. three people like who were all communicating since then, and I'm still getting like you know second, third place with randos. So you're saying that you're getting pretty good? Because I'm getting pretty good. I'm pretty that's good at Call of Duty, awesome. John. I mean, um, that, that fact has, has never been disputed. You, you are definitely pretty good at Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I don't know. There were, some, there were some times whenever I was not the best, but I, I, have, uh, I have regained my skills. Um, and I, when I can remember back in the day whenever like, you know, first got my 360, I'm like, I am going to be good at Call of Duty. Yeah. And I'm just going to eat, eat dirt for a long time trying to become good, but I'm going to be good. <laughs> It's that learning curve, man. It's like that logarithmic learning curve where you're just down here like forever. Where you're yeah. just like, I am terrible at this. And then all of a sudden, one day you just wake up and you, it makes sense. Just like, like oh. all the numbers, like you, it's like you can see the matrix. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, gunfight is one of my favorite modes on there, and it it really makes you good. Because, well, actually, no, that doesn't make me good. So what made me good? I'll tell you what made me good. I'll give you my secret with this game, John. Okay. Okay. Hit there, hit us with your Call of yeah. Duty secrets. There are challenges and uh, in this game, and then the like you get rewards for each like level, and then at the end usually it's like a, a blueprint for a gun, which is basically uh, just like a a gun that they've already put attachments on that work and that feel good, and which I actually love. I, I like I, I uh, the the version I'm using right now was a is a uh, a blueprint that was in one of the packages I bought, so it was like. Um, and it has like blue tracer rounds, and, so, and it's a good gun. So I was trying to go after some of these challenges, and one of the challenges requires you is like, hey, you need to get 
25 kills with a handgun. You need to get 25 kills with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You need to get 50 kills with an assault rifle. You know, and then it takes you through all the guns. Yep. And so in that process, John, of yeah. just eating dirt and getting kills with these guns, I became good with them. And then I went into gunfight mode, and it's just like basically two on two. So it's like, and, and you get random guns. I'm real good in there now because I can use That's any awesome. of the guns. That's yeah. awesome. I love so, that. And that, that's my secret. Honestly, if I remember back to like Black Ops One, uh, whenever I was like really good, it was that. Like I literally just it was trial. Like I tried every single weapon. And you know, you talk about these blueprints that would save so much time. Where they're like this, these these work really well on this gun. Because like back in the day, I remember like it being like, okay, well I'm just gonna create a duplicate of this loadout, but with like one different attachment where it's like a different site or a different like uh, stock or like what. And then you just try and it's like, well, that doesn't feel good at all. And so then you just move back. Um, so like, it's just trial and error. So the blueprint, like saving the time on like, Oh, this already, you know that this is going to be close. Like it's going to yeah. feel pretty darn well, good. The, the cool thing is you can load a blueprint in and then you can still tweak it from there, but at least gives you like a, you know, a pretty good mm. starting point for like, and, and like, uh, this doesn't do a great job, but sometimes the names like that you can like, okay, this is for running and gunning. Like, you know, you gotcha. know, kind of like, this is what this is built for. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is how this is supposed to work. And so you can, so if you're not like running and gunning, you don't use the loadout that says running and gunning. Right. You well, know? and the other thing it does too is, you know, so say early on, you don't have uh, a specific gun unlocked. Um, or, or sorry, no, you don't have all the attachments for a gun unlocked, but you can you can still use one of the blueprints for that gun because mm-hmm. you have it. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you can try out some of the, you're like, will I like a maxed out version of this gun? Do nice. I want to spend the time to level it up? You know, yeah. X, Y, and Z. You know, like that, that's that's kind of like the process that you go through. So yeah, and if you only have a certain number of like unlocks available or like whatever, you know, you can you could try it out before you buy it. Basically, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I dig but that. you don't have to buy them in this game. They just kind of unlock. But like, That's you do good. have to. In order for the attachments, you have to spend time with it and just mm. like you know get weapon XP. Basically, is what it is. Level up up the gun. And I mean, if if you don't like the maxed out version of it, there's no reason to spend the time doing it. Right, right. Um, um, I've also I've also been watching uh, a lot of uh, Glow on Netflix. It's a series. It's been around for a while. It's it's uh, three seasons are out. The fourth season is coming this summer. It's real cool. good. It's a uh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling is what it stands for, but it's a it's just a, it's a, um, a dramedy, I guess I would call it. Um, yeah. it's it's really it's it's really funny. It's I, mean, I would probably put it in comedy. It's a comedy, but it also has a lot of drama in it about wrestlers, and uh, I recommend it. It's really really and good. getting that league uh, like up and running, right? Like it's you know it's, uh, it, no like not, the first I mean, season, kind of. I mean, yeah, I mean it's a. Uh, it's about it's it's about uh like the, at least the first season yeah they they're they're building a show, and so I don't want to spoil too much of it but it's yeah gotcha it's it's, it's good it's so really good. so would recommend yes yes nice. I would recommend that I've um, also been a lot along the wrestling line been watching a lot more of the WWE lately because they're uh, building up to WrestleMania which now has moved it's going to be instead of a because of the the quarantines it's going to be. Um, Two nights instead of one hmm. um, on a Saturday and Sunday, but it's going to be in an empty arena. It's going to be in the performance center. The WWE has a performance center, which is basically their training facility that um, all the aspiring and current wrestlers come to to train. Um, you kind of get, if you watched Fighting with My Family, that the movie um, about 
page. It's really good, but they, they show it in there. Um, but it's just going to be an empty arena. First time in WrestleMania history, so it'll be, it'll be odd. Yeah. Usually it's in, uh, in front of about 65,000 people. Um, it's going to be in front of zero people. So uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that turns out. But I've been watching a lot of that. It's kind of like, you see, kind of like, you want to know, like, what are the, what are the storylines right now? Why are people upset at each other? Who's, you know, who's, who's, who's a heel and who's a a face right now? So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much, that's what I've been up to, John. I've been, there's other things because we've all, uh, because again, we've all had a lot of time indoors. So, but uh, um, I won't regale you with those other things. We will move on. I do believe that it is then time to go into the news. The news, the news Chris. Yes. All right. So I have here the. Uh, this is an article on Entertainment Weekly that they're updating. Uh, coronavirus cancellations. All the pulp culture being shut down or delayed. So I'll just like run through these things just to uh, kind of update even things that we've talked about before. Um, so movies. Mission Impossible 7 has been halted. It's filming. Uh, they were filming in Venice, um, and so they are on hold for now. No Time to Die, the James Bond, number 25, pushed back its premiere from April to November. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious 9, The Fast Family, which I didn't realize that was the subtitle for that movie. Interesting. Um, I mean, that series is all about family, Chris. <laughs> it's all about family. Uh, they pushed back their release from May until April of next year. Quiet Place Part Two, which originally had just gotten pushed back like a week, it is right. uh, it's been delayed uh, without announcing a new yeah, premiere in, date. Indefinitely. Um, the Love Birds uh, has been pulled by Paramount. It was scheduled to open April third. Disney has um, halted production on all its live action films in development, including The Little Mermaid, Home Alone, Disney Plus Home Alone reboot. Ridley Scott's The Last Duel with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and uh, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Peter Pan and Wendy and Shrunk were in pre-production. They've been suspended. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings has been suspended. Um, And here are the Disney movies that have been pushed back. Mulan um, will be, has been uh, delayed indefinitely. I mean, the you new- knew that one was coming. Like, I told you, you I called that it weeks dude. ago, man. I called it. <laughs> it's one of those like it's one of those things where it's like you 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 kind of called it at the time like halfway jokingly, and then like it no, just I was didn't. dead serious. I, 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 mean, I was dead serious about that one. I thought it was outrageous that they uh, were delaying delaying the new mutants, but not Mulan. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, of course that like, cause yeah, I mean, and yeah, anyway, uh, but, yeah. New and, and then like, and you're like, man, no. I wish I was, wish, wish, wish I was wrong. You know, you're like, dang I it. mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it's, it's nice to be right, but uh, yeah, I do. You know, if it makes sense, it only made sense, John, it made I mean, more sense than any of the other ones at the that's time. True. That's true. Uh, the new mutants, the it's been pushed back. It was originally pushed back to April 3rd, but it's now indefinitely delayed um, later this year. Um, Antlers, it's a horror film starring Carrie Russell. Um, it has been rescheduled for later. Uh, let's see here, a lot of things I don't care about. Um, and then there's, there's, it's worth saying that Regal, AMC, Landmark, Alamo Drafthouse, Harkins Theaters, they're all closed. Um, yeah. AMC, actually, so I went on there, I was like, well, I'm not using my, uh, my A-list anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like cancel that. Nope, they've already done that for us. They've suspended yeah, they- all, of these, all of our accounts, which is nice, customer yeah, service. Yeah, really nice. 
they dropped an email and they were like, Hey, we've suspended, like we've uh, suspended all the accounts. And like, if you had any left, you know, whenever we do in fact resume, it'll still be there, you know, yep. that sort of thing. So, which is great. Um, all right. So music, let's just like kind of briefly go through this. Um, Coachella has been postponed. Um, they've re, uh, rescheduled it for October. Uh, Stagecoach has been um, delayed. Ultra Music Festival in Miami uh, canceled, uh, not delayed. Anyone who has tickets can go next year. And then um, tons of just uh, uh, performers, tours, Billie Eilish, Cher, Post Malone. Those are all um, delayed. Uh, Kelly Clarkson and Jonas Brothers, um, their uh, Vegas residencies um, have either been delayed or canceled. Um, TV. For Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier halted its its filming. Um, let's see here. Uh, late night shows. Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers um, they've suspended production. Um, let's see. A lot of these things are just like network television that we don't talk about or right, like right. care about. Like I care about them, but you know what I mean. Well, uh, you know, they're not. They, they don't like land with the. You know. This this podcast, you know, uh, Warner Brothers uh, halted p- production on Riverdale and yeah. The Flash. Yeah, basically the CDW shows, pretty much all those, I believe, are are. Yeah, uh, it says says Warner Brothers Television released a broad statement saying they were halting production on some of our seventy plus series and pilots currently filming or about to begin. So just everything's on hold. Yep. Um, let's see here. Netflix has halted all of its production on on everything. Apple TV. They uh, suspended production on their projects. Lord of the Rings from Amazon Studios. Uh, they have temporarily ceased filming. Uh, Saturday Night Live um, is delaying its next three episodes. Um, a Friends reunion special, which we haven't talked about on here, but I'm super pumped about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, It was slated to be filmed in March. It's been delayed to May. Um, and then, you know, just tons of other stuff like the Kids' Choice Awards. South by Southwest, we talked about all that. The sports stuff we talked about last week. Theme parks we talked about last week. And then that's it. That's all the new stuff, mainly. It's crazy. It's wild, man. It's crazy stuff. I mean, uh, this, this is this is something, you know, you think about like, like you know, whenever you're, you're going through history you read about like the dust bowl or something like that like this is going to be something that uh people read about in the history books for a while um it's uh it's wild i mean and that's the thing like it's the the number of industries that this is that this is hitting is ridiculous like the while we may have like you know we may not see in the entertainment industry we may not see it for a little while cuz like the things that were you know slated for release like television shows like or what like those have been done for a little while yeah and whenever whenever it does resume it's like well uh, you know, so all, there's gonna be a big wave of movies that we're gonna release like literally within a month that are definitely done, and you know those will come out. But then it's like it, it, it won't make up the gap. Like there's, it's not like I mean, I think just, the gap it's is not now, really, though. Just, I like I, I think I, I don't think I think this is the gap. I don't I don't oh, think yeah, you yeah, will yeah. notice anything because they're just not releasing. They're delaying everything. Yeah, it's, it's, right. it's like it's like it's like everything pause. It, it would be one thing, yeah. like you know, in the light in the writer's strike, you know, like it was yeah. like okay, only production was paused and releasing them was not paused. Sure, but like now, right now, everything's just kind of paused. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right because like TV and that's may the thing. be different, but yeah, TV is is the, what I was thinking of whenever I was using that example. But like you're right because like movies, it's like we're literally just like nothing's coming out, and it's like it's yeah. ready to go, but it you know won't come out. And it's not like you're gonna double up on that. It's not like all of a sudden we're gonna have like twice the number of movies coming out in November, right? You know, or or next year or whatever. Like it's not like that's gonna happen. It's just gonna be a gap. Like it's yeah. just. A gap, and then the same with like any of the live events. It's like you know live events as far as you know in any location, whether it's uh you know whether it's like a a music festival or you know a like literally just anything where you gather with people. That's not like it's necess- not necessarily going to be like oh we're going to have two next year or we're going to have like whatever. It's like okay no, it's just like this. It's just gone. Yeah, I mean um, it, yeah, it depends on well it depends on what it is. You know Coachella was delayed as long as that right. still happens. You know and um but. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, stagecoach. It'll it got delayed. Right. It just kind of depends on I think what they can work out, you know. Because yeah, like, I mean a lot of yeah a lot of events. It it, it just kind of depends on what they can do probably. Because like what you don't want to do is have to refund all the tickets and you lose all right. that cost. And so right. you know like you either you delay it if you can or you or if it's like in your terms of service you can just go ahead and say hey uh, this is canceled. You can you can use this ticket next year. Right. Well, and at the same time you also have like well artists that you know have. You know, if they reschedule it, it's like, well, maybe they had a different tour that time, you know, during that time. Like, and so if it, if life resumes as, as normal, it's like, well, they can't do Coachella because like they already have this other tour they're going to. So like, there's going to be, uh, you know, yeah. it's not I like mean, you can just do three shows in one night. You know? I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yes, you're, you're right in theory. Like for Coachella, for instance, all the headliners are all the same. They've all like, mm-hmm. they've all um, said they're going to play the later dates um, I mean, which so, is I'm, like that's one of the biggest ones in in the world, you know. So it's like, of of course, like if you got to choose, you're probably choosing Coachella, you know. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think like I don't know, I think all the all the normal rules are out the window. I think people are going to make concessions, sure. you know, because like even you know Elton John, like he's canceled like his his uh his second run of the states here. He's not going to just gonna cancel them. He's going to move them. Oh, know, yeah, he yeah. moves stuff around. So like, I mean, yeah. everybody's kind of in Delay flux it, right now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, and that's that's just the 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 strange thing about all of these things happening all at the same time. It's like, man, this is just it's unprecedented. Like, yeah, because like before, like you mentioned the writers' strike, and and we had like seasons of television that were like blah, you know, during that time, or it was like, oh, we, we had gaps in in. It was like, oh, we don't have any new episodes of television for a long time. Um, but then this is like not only just one industry there, like one tele it's television. It's, it's, it's uh video games. Even like, I think Minecraft dungeons or whatever is the first game that has been like, yeah, guys, we're not hitting our April date. Like we're, there's no way we're all like at home and can't, you know, get all the, all the development done that needs to get done before April. Um, and so like there, you know, the video game industry will be, will be affected. The movie industry will be affected music, obviously. So it's, it's just a, uh, an, a weird, wild time to uh, to be alive, man. <laughs> yeah, wild. Um, so yeah, that's that's the news. All right. So the Xbox Series X and the yeah. PlayStation Five. Um, so I have uh, real quick. We can kind of run down the um, the specs, and then we can just talk about it. I love um, it. I have this is an article from uh, Kotaku by Mike Fahey. This is PlayStation 5 versus Xbox Series X, the tech specs. So, yeah. Um, for the CPU, PlayStation 5 uses a custom Zen 2 CPU with 8 cores at 3.5 gigahertz variable frequency. Xbox Series X uses custom Zen 2 CPU with 8 cores at 3.8 gigahertz 
3.66 gigahertz with simultaneous multi-threading. So let me, I'll just read his kind of breakdown. Uh, these are two custom versions of CPUs built using AMD's Zen 2 microarchitecture, the same microarchitecture that powers the third generation of Ryzen PC CPUs. What's different is how the two consoles utilize their CPU's power. Microsoft says that the Xbox Series X CPU is fixed at 3.8 gigahertz for games reliant on a single core, dropping to 3.66 gigahertz for applications that take advantage of multiple cores via simultaneous multi-threading. Sony says that the PlayStation 5 CPU and GPU both run at a variable frequency. The console will constantly monitor the game or the demand a game puts on the CPU and GPU and adjusts frequency accordingly. This novel approach to balancing power and cooling means the system should always run at a consistent power level, making it easier to cool. For the GPU, the PlayStation uses a uh, custom RDNA 2 it runs at 10.28 teraflops. It's got 36 CUs at 2.23 gigahertz. The Xbox Series X is custom RDNA 2 at 12 teraflops, 52 CUs at 1.825 gigahertz. As with the CPU, both consoles use variations of the same basic hardware. In this case, a a custom AMD RDNA GPU. RDNA stands for Radeon DNA, the architecture being AMD's most recent graphics cards. In terms of teraflops, the Xbox One has a small lead. It has 52 compute units to the PlayStation 5's 36. A teraflop is a measure of a processor's mathematical prowess. For every teraflop, the processor can calculate a trillion floating point calculations per second. The more teraflops, the more computational power. The more computational power, the better the processor is equipped to perform the complex math that games turn into fancy visuals. In the grand scheme of things, a difference of 1.72 teraflops isn't huge. Computer units, or CUs, are like clusters of tiny CPUs that a graphics processor unit uses to compute stuff. The more CUs, the more powerful the GPU. Comparing CUs between the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 is much more telling than teraflops. The PlayStation essentially has the equivalent of a Radeon RX 5700 graphics card, while the Xbox Series X has a Radeon RX Vega 56. I hit up the GPU check website to compare the two cards, and there is a notable difference. And they have a big chart here. So basically, in every game, they uh, test Apex Legends, Anthem, Far Cry New Dawn, Resident Evil 2, Metro Exodus, World War Z, Gears of War 5, F1 2019, the AMD Radeon RX Vegas, Vega 56, which is what is equivalent to what's in the Xbox Series X, um, is able to maintain a higher frames per second um, on every game except for World War Z. In that one, the uh, AMD Radeon RX 5700, which is what's in the PS5, um, is able to run. And by more higher, we're talking like 119.2 frames per second versus 112.862. All right, 69.1 versus 65.8. So it's not huge differences. So it's like but kind there is a, of like small differences, but they're consistent. It's a consistent difference. Keep in mind these are PC benchmarks. The way custom GPUs on the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 perform is going to rely heavily on how they are used. Once again, the PlayStation 5 can adjust GPU and CPU performance based on demand. So while the Xbox Series X has more brawn, the PlayStation 5 may have more finesse. Memory. 
The PlayStation 5 has 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 with a 256 megabyte bus um, with 448 gigabytes per second bandwidth. The Xbox Series X has 16 gigabytes of GDR, GDDR6 with a 320 megabyte bus, 10 gigabytes at 560 gigabytes a second, 6 gigabytes at 336 gigabytes bandwidth. Both consoles include 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. The PlayStation's memory bus is narrower, 256 megabytes to the Xbox's 320 megabytes, which means there are more lanes of traffic available on the Xbox. Will that make a massive difference? Probably not. What is different is how memory bandwidth is handled on the two consoles. PS5 memory runs at a speedy 448 gigabytes per second across the board. The Xbox Series X splits its 16 gigabytes of memory into two sections. There's 10 gigabytes of GPU optimal memory running at 560 gigabytes a second and 6 gigabytes of standard memory running at 336 gigabytes a second. Slower standard memory is allocated to input-output operations and sound that don't require a lot of speed, while the GPU optimal memory is geared toward making things pretty. It's an asymmetrical memory system that should give developers interesting ways to allocate resources. It's not something that should have a major impact on the end user, but it's neat. Internal storage. Um, PlayStation 5, custom 825GB SSD with 5.5GB a second. Typical 8 to 9GB a second throughput. Xbox Series X, 1TB custom NVMe SSD with 2.4GB second raw 4.8 gigabytes io throughput here's what the where the big difference lies the playstation custom solid drive is super fast twice the speed of the xbox series x's ssd it might be smaller but that ps5 hard drive is going to smoke the xboxes as lead playstation 5 system architect mark cerny put it during today's uh so this came out whenever they had their uh, their press conference, put it during their mm -hmm. technical presentation, developers might need to slow down the drive to keep games from loading too fast. <laughs> what? So basically you turn around and it's like the world hasn't loaded yet. Right. Uh, well, so no, it's weird. like, I guess it's loading too much. I don't know. Oh, like, it's I don't the know opposite that, of that? Yeah, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> it's like they're going to have to slow it down to keep from, from uh, just loading too much stuff. Um <laughs> So uh, then they, then that they, then reminds they put, me. That reminds me of the uh, the I Love Lucy sketch with the chocolates on the conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no. Then they have RPG class. PlayStation Five is a rogue. Xbox Series X is a warrior. With the information we have now, it looks like Microsoft and Sony rolled two different characters from the next round of the console wars RPG. Microsoft put most of its points into strength, creating a beefy machine that can't be matched in terms of power. She can't be matched in terms of speed, like the Dauntless. Uh, Sony, on the other hand, created a much more agile console, uh, sacrificing power for utility. We'll see how it all turns out once we can actually play games on these things. And yes, that makes the Nintendo Switch a wizard class. I, lo I, lo I love the uh, the old sly Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> reference. Yeah, you there. like that? I, I loved mine. it. I, I put that in there. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then, like, so I would say, like, if you want to go get nerdy, there's a um, majornelson.com on his like main page. He has a mm -hmm. de more details about the Xbox Series X, and he's like. Mm -hmm. uh, put everything there about that on the PlayStation blog. You can, that's where you can see everything about PlayStation kind of like yeah. all together. So like yeah. go watch the videos. Like they did some cool things. And they, I think, you know, overall, like, you know, um, I think that 
for the most part, both these consoles, I mean, they're going to be like faster and better than anything we currently have. Uh, (laughs) That's that's without a doubt. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think like, yes, I think the, the, the place where the PlayStation, I mean, it's funny how people talk about these things. Cause like kind of what I see, and I was trying to pull up from Jason Schreier. Um, he has, uh, let's see here. That was before um, you got all of the, uh, all of the, uh, this, yeah. <laughs> you need to reset your password. Right. Um, He said, I shouldn't have to be the one saying this, but the PS5's SSD is a huge deal and could actually change the way games are designed. Meanwhile, gamers will just look at the side-by-side specs and believe the Xbox is superior. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and like, right now, until we see the games, until we see things, I, I, it's funny how, like, it's because I think they're the market leader, like PlayStation. Everyone just kind of gives them, oh, it's obviously going to be better. And, and it might be. Like, I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how both of these uh, consoles handle and developers develop for both of these consoles like third party developers you know you like they have to work with both of them obviously first party developers are going to be able to optimize their games for for the way that each of them runs um i think that like yeah sony might end up having faster loading times um which you know if that's uh, but again it, like it all comes down to and we talked about this so, i mean i think like at this point they've they've both um they're playing the game differently and they know kind of what they want to do um yeah for each with each of their consoles because like, like i don't you know still sony's still like hey this is a this is a, a console and, and microsoft's just gonna be like hey this is gonna be the best place for you to play any of the games but if you want to play it somewhere else you totally can like i still think they're playing different games and mm-hmm. i think you know microsoft is trying to like have the the more power like be able to say we have the most powerful console and right now like you know with the Xbox Series or sorry the X I wish it's so confusing the Xbox know, One X is like whenever I compare it to my PS4 Pro like largely yeah. I don't see a huge difference like I mean if I was a bean maybe but mm-hmm. like it's all gonna come down to even though I know that the Xbox One X is more powerful. Like, Quite a bit more powerful too. Yeah, you know? way more powerful. Like uh, I, whenever I'm playing the games that I'm playing, I'm not playing the same games. Granted, like besides Fortnite, but I don't I don't notice a huge difference. It just right. comes down to where do you want to play games. Right. Um, and either place, man, they're gonna freaking be super powerful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there the technologies that are employed here. Like, it is interesting that they are going after it in in different methods. Where it's like they talk about like, oh, the the Xbox Series X has like is all about power, and and uh, in the digital foundry, like I usually for all the the tech kind of stuff, I I usually go gravitate towards digital foundry. Um, because like uh, Eurogamers, Digital Foundry, like they they just break things down really well. And it's like they are far smarter people as far as the these topics like computing power and what does that actually mean or what does this translate to like they're they just have like the knowledge to back that up yeah. uh, and a good way to like present it to to people and the way that they talked about both consoles is drastically different where they, they talked about how like man the the from a hardware custom hardware design the ps5 is doing some things that like we've never seen before with the uh with the ssd and that sort of thing so it's like custom built for this to be like 
this gaming system to load fast to do these things and then xbox is like just doing some things as far as like the combining these different elements to create just this massive amount of power where like they were talking about where it's like oh you have the teraflops but then you have the cpu and they're like they did not skimp on that usually consoles will like create like a variable thing to save some price or save some amount of uh of of cost on that front and it's like they didn't do that they just went for it they were did what what you would do if you were building like an uber powerful pc that those are the types of choices that they, the xbox made yeah and so it's just just a fascinating like difference between these boxes this time around yeah, the so the, I, looking at some tweets here, um, then I'll go to Jason Schreier again. But like this is John uh, Linneman. He's a writer and does videos for uh, Digital Foundry and Your Gamer. So he uh, the craziest thing about this is kind of a tweet thread. The craziest thing about PS5 is the speed of the SSD, 5.5 gigabytes a second, is just part of the story. There's a lot of custom silicon in there to ensure that the system isn't bottlenecked in other areas. It's really fast on paper, a lot faster than Xbox Series X. Um, beyond that, I was surprised that it allows for off-the-shelf NVMe drives, but only if they are certified. There are no drives available today that are fast enough for the PS5, so don't buy, run, buy one in preparation. That's what's crazy <laughs> to me. It's like, okay, cool. You can, you can, we'll allow you to, uh, yeah. to add your own memory, but there's nothing out there you can buy right now. Yeah. Like, so maybe, I, so, so kind of just taking a step back for a second on that point. Yeah. I mean, do you think that that's why like Microsoft was like, "Hey, we're not going to put this thing out like out of the box. Someone can add a drive to this." And I think you were telling me about a drive that you can get that um uh that will was it you or was it Fultron that was telling me they're going to have like a, a specific drive you can get that will yeah. emulate the drive that they have internally. Yeah, so Microsoft, they talked about in this Digital Foundry, like in their video, like they referenced this. Uh, there's a few things that they referenced in their video, and I had to like rewatch it a few times to actually kind of understand what was going on there. Um, but they talked about like you have one terabyte of, uh, of hard drive space on this box, like inside yeah. of it. But yeah. then they have a port on the back that looks like just a, like a memory card slot. It's, it's like wider than a normal like HDMI port. It looks like almost like three of those like stacked on top of each other. And you like they showed it in the video. Looks exactly like like a, a expansion pack from back in the day, where like oh, oh yeah. it's just like a yeah, fancy yeah. like thing, and you just slot it into this slot, and that's an expandable hard drive. So they're like, going to so sell could, that separately. Yeah, and it's proprietary. That's great. Like they said that theirs was branded for Seagate, so they're like they're partnering partnering with Seagate to make these proprietary uh, yeah. memory cards essentially. And they said that there is no limit to how much they can have on them. So like you could That's amazing. You could essentially have unlimited storage if 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 they can generate. He's like of course like now there aren't any MVME drives that have more than 2 terabytes on them. Right, right. And he's like and once you get above like 1 terabyte they're really like expensive and oh, yeah. uh, like exorbitantly expensive he's like and honestly like it's like i wouldn't i would anticipate that that proprietary piece to be very costly right now he's like until the price comes down he's like you could be like oh maybe the price will come down in a year or if there's more demand or whatever but, but because it's proprietary like you worry about the price a little bit there and they, they mentioned that that you know it's fascinating that basically that is exactly like the internal drive. So you could basically have like two internal drives and it's expandable in that way. Um, Sony has gone the other route where it's like, it's not proprietary, right? Um, which is funny because like Sony in the past has had like massive, like with yeah. the Vita, like they had, they had proprietary memory cards that were super expensive. And honestly, I'm not impressed because like mine went corrupt or whatever on me that one time. Um, 
so it's like they had proprietary problems before, but they went with the, the generic route, the MVME drive. It's like, oh, you can use any MVME drive right now. But then the problem with that is none of them are fast enough in right. the current state in order to actually be able to be used on the box yet. And it's like, I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, I don't know what that when means are either. we going to be able to have like an MVME drive that you can plug into, like expand in your, uh, your PlayStation now? Um, so that's, you're right. That's probably why Xbox did the proprietary thing because they're like, man, we need something that is, that people can know is right and be able to buy this thing and use it right now and use it exactly as fast as the internal drive is. Yeah, that's um, the, so are they did they say are they going to like is there going to be like a Microsoft branded SSD or do we are we buying them all through Seagate? Like it's like we just buy a Seagate like drive SSD drive and that's what we're putting in. Kind of like you know we do. With I like think it's the, a Microsoft branded because I think like Seagate they already have like a, a deal with Seagate to do their USB okay. drives. Like anything that's branded for Xbox right now right. is manufactured uh, do, by yeah. Seagate. That's true. I mean, and I have so, a I have a Seagate external plugged into mine right now. Right. That's branded and Xbox. And this this particular drive is just like it is uh, it's proprietary in that like the the port that it goes into is not like a normal NVMe port, and it's mm. not like it does just isn't like a normal NVMe drive. Um, and so that's you know, and obviously like they said that on the drive that they were holding in their hands, it said uh, Seagate on it, and so it's like this yeah. wouldn't work in your computer. Like you couldn't buy right. this you know this drive and plug it into your computer. It only works with the Xbox, and so. Yeah, I mean, you would assume that they've just like that's the only like manufacturer that would have it. Um, Did they say how much it's going to cost? No, they didn't, and that's what the the, the the digital foundry guys were like. Yeah, they're like this is going to be expensive, but like they would they kind of didn't want to talk about how much it was going to cost yet. So yeah, so like I'm looking at here, so I, I just you know brought up Amazon. So I buy, um, I've bought like the same. I love the Samsung um, T5 portable SSD drives. They're amazing. They're super yeah. fast. But like whenever I'm looking at prices, you know, like the 500 gigabyte, this is just 500 gigabytes, is its list price is one one twenty nine. The mm-hmm. actual price on Amazon is like eighty nine, so like ninety bucks. Yeah. Um, the one terabyte, the list price, uh, actually, it doesn't even have it. It's just like it just sells for. Oh, the list price is two hundred dollars. Sells for uh, one seventy nine. And then Look the up. the two terabyte is um, uh, list price is four seventy nine. Selling price is three thirty. So like we could end up paying so much, almost as much if it's if it's comparable. Because this is like I mean this has been out for a while. So like I would assume that it will at least be this much. Right. But like we could end up paying over over half the price of the console for another two two terabytes. Yeah. That's insane. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, like that doesn't make any sense. You know, kind like, of worth what? it. Like, I mean, I, I love my external hard drive. I, you know, with yeah. the Xbox One X, it comes with one terabyte in there, and then I expanded it, and I have a two terabyte on the back. Yeah, um, plugged in. So that would be like buying a two terabyte. It's like I I kind of I kind of need it. I mean, yeah, the games are just huge now, man. Yeah, Call of well, Duty I mean, is like hundred gigs. Like, like right now, like the the idea of of buying another drive like after this thing it's like it's not out of the realm of possibility that you're gonna have to buy like a couple terabytes worth of a, an external hard drive a year after having this thing um the thing that they talked about on the digital family that I had to rewind multiple times to understand was that this like it is usb 3.0 compatible so you can have like an external uh hard drive attached to your xbox series mm. x right 
So I can and still that, use the one I have then. You, but it won't run any new Series X games oh. off of it. You have to transfer it to the system in order to to do it. But it can be like a backup. It can like house them for a minute. And then you're like, you kind of play the shuffle game yeah. as you play games. I mean, even though um, that's real slow. Like I, right. So, I mean, I've moved things from the console to the... Um, to to the uh, the drive before and it I mean it's slow I mean it's, yeah it, it's not fast because you're moving you know sixty gigs at least over there it just takes right. forever it's just gonna take it's gonna take some time the other thing about about that external drive is you can run all of your Xbox One games Xbox three hundred and sixty games and your backwards compatible Xbox original Xbox games off of the any three point hard drive like those will run off of it but, but it's, I wonder it's if specifically the, the Series time. X like, games that won't run off I wonder of if it, it like at that point I would assume that it affects the the load times and like at that point you're are you yes. basically restricting yourself to the same performance you had with your Xbox one X probably a little bit faster, but yes, they talked about that in the video. They're like, you would, you wouldn't see the benefit of the load times. You, they yeah. said you would probably see the benefit of like the graphical updates, which they've talked about. And in, in the performance, like they talked about like HDR being added, like out of the box to a lot of those, uh, backwards compatible games and stuff. Um, like just inherently mm. um, through whatever weird software system architecture they're, they're working with over at Xbox. So, I mean, it's it's not a great solution. Like and and even like the the digital foundry people were very honest. They're like it's it's not like a an elegant it's not an elegant solution. They're like but this has never happened before. Like we've never yeah. had like speeds that are like this where you're you know you're looking at, at a console and going you know hey this this thing can go lightning fast and needs to go lightning fast. How do we expand the memory and make it make it accessible right. to people? So they've so gone different routes. Like if Sony goes oh NVMe but doesn't exist yet. Or is it doesn't well NVMEs that are fast enough don't exist yet, and then Xbox goes proprietary. Um, so it's like two different approaches to the same problem. Right. Uh, and I was looking the, at NVMe drives on uh, on on Amazon because you mentioned those, and they are like if you get them not on sale, a one terabyte is. Uh, there's one for three hundred dollars. There's one for yep. two hundred dollars, and and so obviously these aren't fast enough to to go into your PlayStation Five. But like that's just kind of the range that we're talking about for um, for NVMe drives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in this uh, tweet thread uh, with with uh, John Linneman, um, someone said asked you know or made a comment commented on that previous comment about um, the dr- there's no drives fast enough. Uh, said load times really aren't going to matter to the masses, are they? Where Sony's where's Sony's big thing? And John uh, replied, "It's not about load times; it's about accessing data super fast on the fly. It can change how worlds are designed. It's a fundamental shift." And then someone commented, "We've heard this sort of nonsense from Sony before. A motion engine on PS2 sell architecture on PS3 just because Sony says it's amazing doesn't mean it'll actually be amazing." John Linneman says, "We know what an SSD does and how data transfer rates work. Both consoles are a huge leap." though in this area um shire commented on what he said like the fact that the ssd is just super fast um he said a developer uh working with ps5 called it the most impressive console in 20 years this is a large part of what they were talking about mm-hmm. uh, was the ssd um the uh interesting thing to me is that like we're? It's all. It's also. This, I feel like I don't know. I I feel like people. I feel like because the PS5 is the leader. I mean, it's because it's, it's the console wars. You know, like yeah. everyone has their preference and everyone. So like, because the PS5 is the leader, and then it comes out in this spec sheet that looks 
inferior, except for mm-hmm. the one thing, they're gonna key in on the one thing, be like, that one thing is gonna make all the world the difference, mm-hmm. you know, like all the difference in the world. And when in reality, like we're ignoring the fact that the GPU is faster, and it's just like, it's, I, I feel like they're, I don't, like honestly, in my gut, I feel like they're gonna even out. Like, it's like they're both probably gonna perform really, really close. In Very the same way that other. the Xbox One X, X and, the, and the PS4 Pro, to my eye, and mm-hmm. whenever I play with them, mm-hmm. seem like they perform like yeah. really, really closely. And that's the thing that you're going to run into. Like when, as soon as these consoles come out, sim- similar to whenever we had the, uh, the Xbox One and the PS4, you're going to have like the comparison videos where it's like, oh, this is the, the, the frame rate on the Xbox. Here's the frame rate on the PS4. Here's the frame rate on the... Uh, you know, you're going to have these back and forth where it's like, here's the load times on this one. Here's the, like, that's an easy one that you can do side by side. Like literally just hit the button at the same time and like let it like watch it play. Um, and like, so you're going to have all of that. And I, in my mind, I feel like in some cases, like one of them is definitely going to come out ahead of the other one. But in other cases, maybe not. Like it's, it's, it, they may not be a, a kind of a one-to-one comparison where it's like, maybe the Xbox is like, oh, the resolution is so much better on the, uh, the Xbox Series X. But the load times are better over on the PlayStation. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it, like you said, I think that they'll, they'll probably even out. Um, I definitely think that Xbox wants to be the the most powerful, and so it doesn't surprise me that everyone comes away from this being like Xbox clearly went for the most power, and yeah. Sony is trying to go for like something different, where they're like, let's change the way people design games. <laughs> Which I mean, again, yes, that like that Twitter comment. Uh, granted, it's just a Twitter get, Twitter troll, possibly, right. but like, yes, they but they have tried this before. They tried it with Correct. the cell processor, and that's why we can't Correct. have backwards compatible PS3 games, right? Um, and in this case, like, you know, you have, so along the speed front, so along the like speed of loading, that sort of thing, the, uh, the digital foundry talked about how, uh, on Xbox, the almost, almost a hundred gigs of the terrible, like the, uh, the flash memory. So the, the actual hard drive that's inside the SSD drive that's in there can actually be used as virtual memory. So like the, the hard drive via like whatever software they're using can be used as memory. So it can potentially have so much more memory than is actually in the memory chip, which like kind of like blows my mind as well, where it's like you can potentially get even more terabyte uh, or uh, uh, flops out of this thing, (laughs) teraflops out of this thing by using the hard drive, the SSD hard drive as the memory. It's, it's just strange. You know, it's like, this is wizardry going on in both of these boxes. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know where any of this nets out as far as where, where is it going to be the best place to play games? Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, again, it comes down to then, you know, like which one do you prefer? And right. like, I, th- I think, you know, until those, <sighs> whenever I look at the way that each company is approaching things, I, when we've talked about it before, like, I gravitate toward Microsoft and Xbox Agreed. and the way that they're doing things. Because it's like, yeah. hey, we don't play, care where you play our games. We just want you to play our games. I like the controller better. I like mm-hmm. the friend, friends list, you know, group of friends that I have on there better. Sure. I, like, I like the, you know, I have a lot of um, uh, money invested in, like, the movies I have on there. Like, I'm in that ecosystem. Yeah. I'm kind of well, like, and I'm not going to buy compatibility, I'm, even, gonna, even at that, like, on that side of things, like, uh, Sony had mentioned, like, there, there's been some, like, back and forth, but Sony has so- talked about how... The, the the top 100 games on PlayStation 4 will be backwards compatible on day one. And it's like, well, that's only the top 100 games. What about the thousands about of other games? You yeah, know, which it's is like, like Xbox can be like, hey, all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and you so know which ones like, are backwards compatible? All just from a consumer-friendly, like, 
aspect, I feel like like that's where I land on like the Xbox is kind of more my jam. Ever since Phil Spencer took over there, it's like every single announcement they've had has been like, oh, that wins me back. Oh, that wins me back. Oh, I yeah. don't need to be won back anymore. Now it's just, these are just like pro consumer moves that I'm like behind. Because right. um, yeah, like I mean, early this generation, like I was so like you know. I almost didn't get an Xbox like because uh, because of the, the the weird like digital sharing and stuff like that, which we've talked about before. It's like, well, we kind of have that now or like without some no, of the or cool I features. I wish I had that now. Yeah, I wish, wish that we had maybe seen what that future was like because we're close to it now. But it's it, the idea of like of of where where do I see myself landing more often than not for like my multi-platform games. So like if a, a Assassin's Creed comes out, it's like, where do I play that? I'm going to play it on Xbox because that's where my... I don't know. That's where I see them making the most consumer friendly moves. Um, I will have a PlayStation five, you know, that, that will happen because yeah. of God of war, because of Spider-Man, because of all of these games that, that are just like kind of must plays for right. me. Um, and yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying I won't own one. Yeah. I'm just saying I prefer to play like play games on the Xbox. Like if I have a choice right. to play it somewhere, like generally I choose Xbox and like nothing in the, nothing with either one of these consoles is changing that opinion for me. Like, I mean, yeah. unless, you know, unless Sony had come back, come out and was like, Hey, this is obviously the better. Like if you're just talking about a few seconds of loading time, man, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, that does, that doesn't cut it for me. Honestly. Yeah. They've also talked about like so so in in that like talk with Matt uh, Mark Cerny that's his name I keep wanting to call him Matt Cerny I have no idea why you know um, but it, he also talked about how like the uh, ready to start so you know how like a lot of times nowadays games will like install on your hard drive and they'll be like it's ready to go and you load in there and it's like it's not at all close like it still has to load literally the rest of the other hundred gigs before you even start. Um, he was talking about how that that won't necessarily be the case for the uh, the next gen. Like the next gen will will probably have like he's, he was talking about how oh it doesn't have to write all of the data before you start accessing all of that data. Mm. Um, and so he was like yeah it will truly be like you can install a portion of this like the multiplayer suite of this and not install the campaign and be able to like access that like immediately. And so like it those types of things are super fascinating to me. And it's like whenever developers get in there and start seeing like okay well what what does this actually mean like what does this new um ssd actually mean that's the only times like we'll actually be able to to determine whether or not it is actually a game changer like totally. them saying that it's just like oh this is going to change the way people do it that doesn't sell me it's like whenever developers get in there and go yeah no this will totally change things yeah. um and whenever we start seeing those results that's what will actually like be like oh that's interesting right well we better have that like coming down with all the other consoles then you know, maybe it really truly will change how everybody you know thinks about hard drives i don't know yeah we'll see i'm excited to see like it's i i, I like how the, the, the other thing that i wanted to say i love how like open and transparent um this is something that fultron and i were talking about earlier this week uh open and transparent microsoft and xbox has been with everything it's just like hey yeah. you know it's Here's the stuff. Like here's like some you know uh, hands-on time. Here's just mm -hmm. like all the explanations of yep. of why this is built this way, and you know like it's just very pro-consumer. And that's yep. uh, at the end of the day, that is what I care about. Like yep. you know like be for us, the players, the consumers, the mm -hmm. the people who are paying for your box. Like yeah. uh, make me believe in in why you are uh, doing things that you're doing and. 
make me believe that it's it's all for me and it seems like it is and it's and that it's legit so yeah i mean from a marketing perspective like xbox nailed this thing and, and sony definitely like dropped the ball a little bit because like they made they made their event a big a uh, big thing like they, they announced like they were going to have this uh talk with with him you know with cerny about the the playstation 5 and then it came out it was like super dry and it was really like uh i don't know the presentation just wasn't wasn't great um, but then, you know, as far as Xbox goes, it's like they, they didn't, didn't announce anything beforehand, just dropped all this information and allowed these, uh, outlets, uh, YouTube outlet and then D digital foundry in and just, Hey, produce whatever content you want to produce based on like what we're doing today. And they did and allowed them to do their own thing. And it was, it was way better communicated than the, than the PlayStation stuff kind of was to me anyway. Um, so it's and it kind of comes down to like I was able to see footage of like the differences between yeah um between like ray tracing on on Xbox oh my versus gosh. ray tracing on whenever they show like the, they're like he's playing so if you go to uh, Major Nelson's there's a video I can't even remember who it is that that, that does the does the video but go to Major Nelson's uh, MajorNelson.com his blog and look at that uh, post about the Xbox Series X and yeah like he he shows us what Minecraft looks like. Just Minecraft. like straight, straight up Minecraft versus ray tracing turned on in Minecraft. And yeah. it is mind blowing, especially whenever he shows the glowstone. Yeah. Holy moly, dude. I'm like, <laughs> like oh my it, gosh. It blew my mind, man. Oh, and it's like, gosh. I didn't think that Minecraft was at the point anymore where it could blow my mind, but Minecraft no, I blew my mind. I, I was literally sitting there like watching that and I'm like, I'm going to have to get back into Minecraft again. Yeah. It's that's like, it looks the, so cool. It just looks good. Um, and that's the thing like about like the, the way that they handled those, the, that the different reveals of the different specs is like, I do feel like it was, it was a situation where Microsoft showed me things, whereas yeah. Sony told me a lot of things Yeah, and I haven't seen anything really from Sony yet. You right, know, like, like whenever, my, yeah. In that Microsoft article, even whenever, showed like their load times compared to the Xbox One X, like so the console, the, the most powerful console currently on the market versus the one that's going to come out later this year, and it's like, man, that's drastic. It was drastic difference between the load times. Um, yeah, and, and even that, that, like the like in that article, whenever they were talking about like he, you know, these are the different kinds of uh, cores and the different lanes. Well, I mean, like in the videos, he, like they're showing you the pieces, the like the pieces of the the console all broken apart and here's That's the two right. motherboards and here's where they snap in and this is what they're doing i'm like man this is just like i don't i i've never understood a uh, a console more than i do now right like and i love that <laughs> that feeling you know yeah yeah and so like from it from a messaging perspective like i said i i feel like microsoft has done a lot of things right like yeah. right now and then and i i feel like sony is as definitely not excited me necessarily where it's right. like I, I i haven't i i don't know yet I, i'm still on a wait yeah. and see with with that i stuff. agree yeah. like i know if, a lot more information but i don't know what it means yet if you're talking about hype levels and who which one am i most excited for because of the, the marketing that they put around it yeah it's definitely the xbox series x like i'm way more excited about that box and the potential of what what can happen on there than i yeah. am uh the ps5 and only sure. because of the way that they've they've talked about it Right. And we'll see what happens whenever like they show whenever everybody reveals their like launch games. It's like, you know, the story may be completely different where it's like, oh, man, all the Sony games look like bangers and all of the uh, Xbox games are kind of like, ah, it's like, who knows? But yeah. it's like right now, as far as like, what have I seen from each? It's 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 definitively I'm I am more sold on one than the other, you know, totally. 
Well, and it's and it's going to come down to price. And like I, I you know, whenever all that news came yeah. out earlier, earlier uh, this week, I like texted you and I was like, yeah. I mean, I feel like Sony's still going to make a play to be uh, the lower priced option between mm-hmm. uh, PS5 and Xbox Series yeah. X. And I think that's why you see a lot of the, you know, like you know, they'll. they'll I mean, obviously they're going to say it's inconsequential, but like as far as a price. You know, difference goes. It's probably not inconsequential. Like the the differences in 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 the hardware that they're putting in the box. The only thing that that is a step up is the SSD, which is if you, they're probably sitting around being like, hey, if we're gonna spend money somewhere, let's mm-hmm. spend it on the SSD and let's cut do it on the else. custom thing. You know, right? So like, I don't. I, I still feel like they're gonna try. You know, if, if Xbox comes out and says four hundred, you know, like uh, they're gonna have to go at you know. F- 350. I don't know, they're going to have to decide. Like, do we yeah. hit 400? Do we hit 350? Or I don't know. I still We've feel like Xbox about- is going is to try to. I don't think they're going to go over 500. And I, I don't, I honestly would, wouldn't be surprised if both of these land at, at $400. I, I kind of am a more along the lines of, I feel like they're probably going to land at 500. I think both, both of, them? of them, both of them will be 499. Um, mm. which is expensive. Like, that's real expensive. Yeah. But, but Sony, like the report that Sony's, box like costs just to manufacture you know close to 450 bucks is is like that's that makes me think that they're not going to want to take a loss on it because they didn't want to take a loss on it last generation the ps4 they never took a loss on um and the same goes for the xbox i feel like the xbox is, is this is a big powerful thing and if the xbox uh one x so the the console we have now the most powerful console on the market now if that one drops down in price you know to to Three ninety nine, for instance, um, yeah. this one can then be like fill in that top spot at five yeah. uh, four ninety nine. Um, I don't think any of them are going to want to go above above four ninety nine. None of them are going to want to be that like five ninety nine. You know, oh, no, no, U.S. dollars. Um, that's not a thing that either of them wants to get into. So yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I just think it hurt Xbox so much last time being at ah. you know five hundred and uh, PS four was at four hundred. I think they're both going to try to st- even, I you know. I just don't see. I, th- I think Xbox is probably going to reveal first. They'll probably reveal E3 like they were planning on. Yeah. Um, and I think they'll probably just stick it at 400, and then uh, Sony's going to have to decide what to do. That's what I yeah. think is going to happen. That's my that's my E3 prediction, John. I dig the, it. I dig. Anti- that's a bold, it's a bold prediction. prediction, and I like it, man. I like those bold predictions, and I also <laughs> like whenever we come down where it's like we both are like uh, it's like oh, I don't know about that, man. I'm <laughs> I've, I'm on no, you know. So I like the fact that we have both have kind of different numbers in mind where it's yeah. like this is going to land at this, and you're like this is going to land this. So yep. um, I, I appreciate the fact that like one of us is going to be closer than the other, and yeah. that makes me that makes me excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like gambling, John. It really is, you know. Where you're like, man, I hope it's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been a long episode. Thanks for uh, for sticking with us. Um, next week, we're going to try to review Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. As long as I can finish it this weekend, I'm not making no, any I promises, John. But I have a lot of time. So. I think you can. Again, if I did, like, I I tried to clean up most of the areas but it's like it depending on how much you actually go off and like off the beaten path a little bit like i feel like you i feel like you I, mean, I usually it. go off the beaten path a lot but <laughs> you're like man i'm, I'm way of, off the path this kind of my uh, this, is the, this is how off beaten path i am john a lot of times things will happen in in games and i'll be staring at a wall because i was like oh i wonder what's <laughs> behind me and then like the the main thing that's happening i should be looking at i miss entirely because you're like, all the way around. there's this data pad in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, there's a data pad over here. And meanwhile, you know, 
the main thing's oh, happening. That's so funny. The final boss is being revealed. <laughs> and then like I the cutscene, the cutscene triggers, and you're like, oh wait, what? Yeah, what? What? How did I get here? What? <laughs> or some kind of crazy thing that's supposed to scare me doesn't scare me because I'm not even looking at it. I mean, that's a good way to play, like, you know, games that are kind of scary, is just, like, don't pay attention to any of the, the main things. Yeah, just stare at the ground. Just, uh, oh. yeah. Don't look uh, at anything you're supposed to look at. Just... Like, what is this weird, what is this weird pixely texture over here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And John Wright 777 And at Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.